pride myself on being like I can be awkward, okay? But I feel like yes. I can walk into a room or a party or something and talk to people and not be awkward. Like I feel like when I need to extrovert, I can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm very capable of it. I'm not awkward in conversation, I don't think. <laughs> You're good at small talk. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Oh. So I was asking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. But you are. Side note, I would never put awkward with you. Oh, like, thank that's not- you. I would say that. Not at all. Never. Have you ever thought she's awkward? Never. Never. Well, that's why this story is so awkward. Uh-oh. So I was in Target with the boys, and um, we're in the Lego aisle, and we looked there for a while, and then we stepped away to another aisle, and then we come back. And as we're coming back down the Lego aisle, I see this woman and her son, and I was like, I think I know her. Now, um, you all have heard Jordan mention Dr. Foster. Yeah. And his wife, Sarah. <gasps> and Sarah has a really cool, like, um, like, home improvement or, like, she does all these, like, building projects and stuff. Uh-huh. And I follow her. She follows us. We follow her. I was like, I think that's Sarah. And so I stood there for a minute. And, like, we're in very close proximity. Her back is kind of to me. I could kind of see her side profile in the back of her. So she can't see me. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm two feet from her. And mm. normally when you see someone in the store that you might know, if you're far enough away, you kind of like dodge. I always dodge. Because it's, you don't yep, know how that's going to go. <laughs> but I was so close. And I was like, I don't want to dodge her. Mm. And then if I told Jordan, I saw Sarah Foster, he would be like, why wouldn't why didn't you say hi? At least I thought that's what he would say. Mm. So I stand there for a second. She's like talking to her son about the Legos. And the boys start to walk away. And I was like, oh, I've got to say something. Oh, God. No, God, no. <laughs> oh, Heather. So I turned around and was like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be awkward, which oh, is immediately no, awkward. No, no. Shit. I think I said awkward, or I don't mean uh-huh. to be a creep. I don't know which one oh, I said. Either, either one is bad. Yeah. I'm like, are you Sarah Foster? She's oh, like, no. Yeah. And as she's looking at me, I'm like, oh, God, she doesn't know who I am. <laughs> oh, no. It's <laughs> like, Hi, I was like, I'm Heather. I'm Jordan's wife. And then I thought, why did I say Jordan's wife? She's probably like, who the hell is Jordan? Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was, she, she's like, oh hi. So I was like, oh, I hope that's genuine. I hope she really knows yeah, who Jordan is and yeah. who Heather is. And so it was like, I made awkward. I didn't stop talking, mm. you know, because then you turn frantic. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Anyway, it was. Very uncomfortable for me and probably for her. And I'm sorry, Sarah, I should have just left with enough alone. <laughs> if we were going to meet, I should have planned it. But I just randomly talked about their Legos and I don't even oh, know no. what I said. <laughs> oh, and then she walked away and I just, my heart sunk. And I texted Jordan. I was like, I'm pretty sure I bombed. No. <laughs> pretty sure I bombed. I bet you didn't. That was terrible. Oh, no. I just feel like I ruined a perfectly good opportunity. But the lesson here is I should just always walk away. Always. Oh I should have just darted the other direction and waited for like, 100%. Yeah. A, you know, a, a scheduled meetup. Nope. Nope. Let's figure out what you could say if you see somebody you know and you feel like you probably should go. What could yes. you say? I actually want to cry. Well, so no, no, no. I, d- I doubt you bombed it. You are such a, I, I know you're like, you're an introvert who, who extroverts, mm-hmm. but, you extrovert really well. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would say there's a 99.9% chance you didn't bomb. Okay. We'll leave the point one. Uh-oh. Well. 
Yeah. Sounds like you maybe did. Well, but that's okay. But, that, but this is her insecure version of the story. But if you remember, when she first started talking, she was very secure in the fact that she's not awkward. <laughs> so I feel like she would be a really good judge of if it was awkward. And it sounds like it was. If she was talking about the Legos, she was flailing. <laughs> So, I think I think I said those Legos. Oh no. Enjoy your Legos. No! Oh god, okay. I hope you didn't say that. Okay, Heather. Oh no. You were pandering <laughs> to the children? Oh. I said it to her. She was holding them. Oh. 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 Did we just lose the Fosters? We might have. I don't, I don't think you can come back from this one. <laughs> it was really my opening line. So I need to work on my opening line. Yeah, what could our opening line be? And my closer. Be? Not like, I know this is awkward, but... Yeah. It, well, hey, I think I know you. No, no. that's not good either. Because no. I don't know her. No. You should say, nope, I was going to say something and then I immediately took it back. I'm not good at it either. You rock, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? Well, you look so familiar. Maybe, yes. Uh-huh. But... Ben always, so when we first moved to Dallas, um, he would joke that I needed to pick up, he wasn't joking, we, he was quite serious, I needed to pick up mom's yes, at the park. I remember that. <laughs> so he would like try to practice with me. He's like, so what's your opening line? Like what, <laughs> so how ben. are you going to strike up conversation? And so it's like, you just like start talking about the kids, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, how old is she? Yeah. You know, and then you can mm -hmm. just infinitely talk about children or whatever. But he would ask me if I got any numbers and I would have to hang my head and be like, no, I couldn't fucking close. I couldn't close. Could you even open? I could open okay. really well. Maybe, but asking for someone's number? Maybe Ooh. maybe you need a wing mom with you when you go do that. I know. She's I a have pro gotten now. better. I have gotten better. I'm like, oh my gosh, we should totally do a play date. What's your number? Yeah. But that's aggressive. That is aggressive. <laughs> that's very aggressive. Mm -hmm. I've only done that once. Well, well now she's my best friend. Oh, <laughs> I love you, Whitney. That's amazing. <laughs> Maybe Heather, you should just text for an SOS next time. Yeah, and we can help you assess the situation. So you just need to walk away. Okay. Well, Foster, I of course had to text him, and and he said oh, no. it was uh, he said he had heard about the chance encounter of the two micro celebs. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought micro celeb that is that's that is amazing. That is, so did you text him to do damage control? Yeah, yes. I was like, hey, uh, my wife, uh, she had a real bad headache today, and I know she wasn't thinking clearly, and uh, just so you know that she's not normally like this. So, um, yeah, and he said. He said Sarah was like, man, that was really fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. No, she did. No, no. she didn't. Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh, sorry, Sarah. Royal Beekeeper has informed the Queen's bees that the Queen has died and King Charles is their new boss in a bizarre tradition dating back centuries. Oh, this is for real. This is legit. Oh. So the royal beekeeper has to go tell the bees in hushed tones that they have a new master. It's this weird tradition. He placed the beekeeper placed black ribbons tied into bows on the hives, home to tens oh. of thousands of bees, before informing them <laughs> that their mistress had died and that a new master would be in charge from now on. He then urged the bees to be good to their new master, himself once famed for talking to plants. 
The strange <laughs> ritual is underpinned by an old superstition that not to tell them of a change of owner would lead the bees to not producing honey, leaving the hive, or even dying. I triple, quadruple checked this in mul- multiple sources, and it's legit. How does this make you feel? <laughs> well, do they do it to the other animals now under new control? Or just the bees? Well, I don't know if the palace has... Does the palace have a zoo? Well, they no, I'm sure I they have imagine horses. anything that takes a shit they don't have. Oh, well, you know, that's... Yes. <laughs> what she said. Doesn't everything take a shit? Nope. That's do bees... Point. Do bees poop? Bees? Everything poops. But not the same. No one has to scoop it. I anything can't imagine... Anything that eats poops <laughs> but anything that would cause a stinky poop i don't think they have well that g- horses they do have horses she a had a lot like of horses a thousand dogs a thousand lots of dogs <laughs> <laughs> she had five dogs oh, this is very i gotta be honest i just drank a mimosa really fast so <laughs> i feel slightly disoriented <laughs> you're saying only the bees have to be informed of the queen's death and then reinformed about who their new master is and that truly a king or queen comes and cares for the bees. Okay, I don't this I don't know if it's only the bees. I do know that it, there is a bizarre ancient tradition where the bees are informed of the change of command. Wow. That makes me feel dizzy. Are they temperamental, the bees? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> no, you smoke they them. They're going to fly away and leave the hive or stop yeah. producing honey. This is. Bu- I thought this was so bizarre, which is why I fact-checked. Yes, ma'am, Wait you over there. Is it because they have their own queen and they understand <gasps> royalty? Yes. Yes. Okay, did y'all not get that from the get-go? Nope. nope. No. I didn't even feel that was necessary to state it. I, I assume know. that was the reason I why. I just thought of it i've been reading on this for a week or however long mm, she's been dead they have their own queen yes you over there. don't ants have a queen well yeah but i don't think you the queen keeps ants <laughs> i mean actually no little little known fact is she had an ant farm just like a plastic ant farm that she kept next to her bed yeah. <laughs> Point is. it had like a gold base to make it fancy irrelevant irrelevant no. <laughs> just Thinking of in the animal kingdom, what has a queen? Mm-hmm. Would it just be bees and ants? Um, um, yes. Termites, maybe. <laughs> Never heard of a queen termite. <laughs> People don't talk about termites Literally. unless they have them, <laughs> and then that's all they talk about. Exactly. Don't think about termites. Insects, we don't think about. <laughs> I feel weird about this. No, I don't know. It's just it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre story. I I understand. Like I said, I fact check it. It, It's strange. It felt like okay, is the simulation just showing me something to mess with me? Okay, so Jordan feels weird. Mm -hmm. I feel um, interested. I'd like to know more. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In in that same vein, I feel inquisitive. Mm-hmm. I Angela, with your morning yeah. drink. God. <laughs> so, mm. um, I recently watched a documentary. This is taking a hard turn from the lovely bees of the Queen to um, Army Hammer. Mm-hmm. Oh, huh? For, do y'all know Creepy. who Army Hammer is? Yes. No. Jordan. He is the twins from the social, uh, the social network. 
He is the twins. Uh huh. <laughs> he played both of the twins in that. Oh, okay. Okay. He also played the guy that scammed a whole bunch of people in Gossip Girl, like later seasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. There um, should be a take a shot when Angela mentions Gossip Girl. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> or Gilmore Girl. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, you remember who I'm yes. talking about, though? Yes. With Poppy Lif- Lifton or something. He and Poppy scammed a whole bunch of people. Well, I saw this documentary pop up on Amazon Prime, I think it was. And I don't truly understand in the world of cancel culture how this man is not just run off the face of the earth. Tell me his name again. Army, A-R-M-I-E. Okay. Hammer. That's his his real name? Yes. His brother's Young Gravy. No, stop. (laughs) Doesn't even make any sense. (laughs) It feels like like in the same vein. So his great-great-grandfather's name was Armand. Okay. Hammer. Okay. So okay. he's, I think I he's Armand, but they call him Army. Sorry, I got to get hung up on that. Anyway, okay, go on. he, the documentary is a couple of his past girlfriends who have come out and spoke out about how um, abusive he was emotionally, sexually, everything. And then um, they also interviewed his aunt, who has sort of been cut off from the family, um, but wrote a book. I think it was called Surviving My Family or something Mm. like that. Oh, my. But Army Hammer is a self-proclaimed wannabe cannibal. That's what I thought I'd heard. What? And is into all kinds of, you know, like bondage type stuff, but is not... um, Real big on consent. <laughs> Wait, what? With the cannibalism? Yes. Well, no, he hasn't truly eaten anybody, I don't think. But there's text threads that have con- that these girls have proof of him saying these things. He wanted one girl to find a doctor and see if she could have a rib removed because he <gasps> wanted to eat it. Oh, dear God. What? One girl he wanted to like, at, like shave off a part of her skin. Yes. No, he wants to eat human flesh. Okay, pause. Didn't he play a role in like recent, like past couple years that involved like uh, his character being a cannibal? Oh, God. Maybe this is just a method acting thing. (laughs) No, 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 no. Because I I think the controversy around all that started around that time that he legit was. Y'all. No, it's his text threads are so disturbing. Mm -hmm. Um, and these girls are traumatized. So the one main girl that was interviewed went to like a PTSD like recovery center because she was so she's from Dallas. She mm. was so messed up, had a chance meeting with him in a bar. And then he messaged her like a year later, like kind of during COVID times and their relationship just it, she talked about the mind control and how he like slowly um so took her over, basically. What kind of stuff were these girls down for to begin with? Because it sounds to me like they probably had to at least engage a little bit. He and so then he just took it too far. He would. He was very much into control and like he wanted to mm-hmm. dominate. And he would say that in the threads, like you're gonna, you're. He would call them. I think it was kitten or something like that. You're gonna, mm-hmm. you're my little kitten or you're mm-hmm. my slave. He would call him slave and you're gonna do this or that. And these girls were like, they just kind of laughed it off because they thought maybe he was joking. Yeah. Um, and he would slowly start to be that way when they were intimate. But he was like, 
they um this one girl said they went to like a tractor supply or something and he was wanting to buy rope and she's like no i'm not into that i don't want that but then he would just slowly over time tractor kinda... supply jeez <laughs> like at least you go to home, home depot, depot. <laughs> yes tractor supplies okay way but creepier. this is like aside from the cannibal part this is hot Oh, sorry. The it just fell out of my brain. Um, the series with the guy who liked bondage that was oh, books and um, movies. To, uh, oh, 50 Shades uh, of Grey. Yes, this yeah. is Fifty Shades Except, of Grey, and women were like so fucking hot for that stuff. So they had right? a woman, and that shows you how messed up it is. Yes, and how it glamorizes that. It mm-hmm. does, but so they had what? What is that called? BDSM. BDSM. So they had a woman who's like an expert in BDSM come in to be interviewed. But she said the key thing of that like group of people is consent and making Mm -hmm. sure people are comfortable. Like that is what they're about. So there's constant checking in on, you know, you look for safe words, right? Mm -hmm. All that kind of stuff. Like you have both parties have to be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but some of these girls, I don't want to get too graphic because the whole thing is kind of disturbing. There's but a whole documentary. A whole on documentary. This? this one girl was saying she was terrified in the process and saying no. And he said in a text message, he enjoyed watching her scream <gasps> and crawl away from him. Oh my so gosh! So he was not. It was like these girls would sort of start this process with him, not mm-hmm. knowing how far it was going to go. Yeah. And then they'd get uncomfortable and want him to stop. And mm-hmm. he just loved it when they mm-hmm. hated it. So he's a psychopath. So some charges, yes, were definitely brought against ask, him for rape. Um, but there are multiple girls. It, the exact same patterns takes them to the exact same place, does mm-hmm. the exact same thing. Takes them all to the tractor supply? <laughs> <laughs> Not just that, but like there's a certain hotel and then he has a process like we go to this hotel and we have this experience and then you meet my mom (gasps) and then you do Ah, this and then uh, you do that. But he has like a step, whatever the process is, he does it the same way. How many times? my God. I I mean, enough to make a documentary. Who knows? I had Uh, it in my my personal little podcast bringing it up at some point notes to mention that did y'all know that army hammer was selling timeshares in the yeah. caribbean so <laughs> all this all these charges come out against him uh-huh. he takes off for the cayman islands with his ex-wife and his two children and starts selling timeshares what <laughs> what is happening about rock bottom <laughs> and then i guess he feels like the dust oh and get this okay Uh-oh. i have a bone to pick with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, gosh. Uh That was unexpected. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Go on. Robert Downey Jr. Now, I understand he went through a real rough patch in life, and he got help, and he's doing well, and he wants to help people. But he paid for Army Hammer to go to a treatment facility for like six months. Okay. And then... So were they friends before all of this? I'm guessing. And then Army comes back, apparently healed. I'm sorry, you are not a cannibal and a rapist and in <laughs> no. six months healed. I'm not laughing at not- that, but it's just like, <laughs> what? No, he wants to eat your ribs. That's not normal. You mm. need to be in a medical facility. Mm-hmm. Oh. So now, Danielle, <laughs> he's Danielle. living in one of Robert Downey Jr.'s homes. Uh-uh. And I just have a problem. 
So he still has access to his children? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm confused about with this whole thing. Don't uh, be confused. The court system Uh-oh. is not really awesome no. with women protecting women and children. It's, there, a, it's a man's mm-mm. world out there, friends. Mm-hmm. Hell For yeah. real. Yeah. Hell yeah. There would have to be clear, obvious proof that he has inflicted some kind of mm-hmm. injury or trauma to his children. <laughs> this is where we're at so, today. So, <laughs> sorry. I'm really what? sorry. But I begs the question, shouldn't there have to be clear, obvious proof? Yes. Mm, sure. Like, I understand what you're saying, but you want it to be really hard to have your kids taken away, right? Um, I can just say I've known people yeah. who have had their, you know, children exposed to things that they shouldn't have had to mm-hmm. because it was too hard to prove. Yeah. And so I think there's a fine line. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I understand that it's really difficult, um, that CPS has a hard job, but so many children suffer yeah. at the hands of loved ones mm-hmm. because there's not enough proof and it ends in bad severe trauma or god forbid death i mean mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's bad it's god. it's a fucked up system i had like three but, funny comments to make and then you just went and took it all serious well i'm just know. saying oh. like sometimes you want it really really hard but yeah Whoa. it doesn't <laughs> jordan that was one of them i would think that all is these... not what she said <laughs> All these text messages, all these threads show something is very, very wrong. So that could give a court pause to go, you know, perhaps this would affect parenting. Maybe Mm -hmm. you just need supervised for a little bit until we figure out the situation. Yeah. And I wasn't even like, I think I hadn't really even gotten bogged down in his exposure to his children. I'm just real pissed. I think you have with Robert Robert Downey Downey Jr. Jr. Like... (laughs) And then this documentary comes out and there's these women who are completely traumatized. Mm-hmm. And it just to see. And then there's I've looked up pictures, you know, on page six and TMZ and stuff of Army Hammer now. Just, you know, he's all walking around in his cropped pants and his <laughs> flip flops. And it just pisses me off. Now she has a bone to pick with cropped pants. Oh, yeah. Well, don't we all? And these <laughs> women are just trying to pick up the scraps of their lives and they can hardly sleep at night. So they've pressed charges, but nothing's happened, mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Okay. So, Man I just... alive, that was a ride that I didn't know I was going to go on. <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes those are the best. Yeah. But this could have been the worst. It could have mm-hmm. been bad So ride. do we want to say, how do we feel about Army <laughs> Hammer? Yeah. Well, I feel like really upset and angry right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and play devil's advocate. <laughs> Don't you dare. Well, listen, just for Robert. <laughs> oh, okay. Not Army. I mean, no. But like, as a friend, you're like, dude, what the fuck? Like, how can I help? <clears throat> Excuse me. How can I help? So sending someone to rehab for six months, like, as a friend, what else do you do? You can't put them in jail, right? I don't know. No, you can't. Uh, so yeah. Was that, I thought, was that... yeah, no, but I just like, <laughs> I'm not mad at you, Robert. <laughs> Is Robert a good guy? I don't I even a, know. I don't have a bone to pick. Is you he have a, a bone guy? to eat? <laughs> <laughs> just asking. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is, I think, universally considered to be a very good dude. Okay. Post, yeah. you know, his... Uh, Post recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Post prison time and... yeah. So, yeah. I think I would just want him to say something like, hey, I don't not defending anything he's mm. done. Because when you're a celebrity, I feel like you do kind of have to, you know, 
make sure yeah. you're on the right side of things. But what about the victims? Who's helping them? Maybe he should help them out a little bit. Well, isn't the fact that there was like a documentary made kind of helping them get we hope. the message out and the voice out? We hope. Yeah. What if he funded the documentary? He Robert, maybe. Maybe he did. Maybe he's just trying to help both a former friend mm-hmm. and the victims. But given the conflict of interest, is <laughs> <laughs> keeping the funding of the documentary silent. Okay, I'll keep my mind open on Robert. He's Downey also Jr. paying me <laughs> to say this. <laughs> In case there was any question. <laughs> Finally, somebody's making some money off this podcast. So, what? Sorry, again with a left turn or whatever you called it when you started. <laughs> That's a right turn. No left turn. Right turn. Because no one wants to make a left turn. A left turn. Okay. <laughs> the just, queen. Just Angela doesn't want to make a left turn. I hate left I turns. Know. <laughs> but I think only the and right turns are sharp. UPS drivers. Mm-hmm. FedEx. UPS. FedEx. UPS. Uh, UPS. So the queen, though, <laughs> I was talking to a friend the other day. And this is about to be unpopular opinion corner. <laughs> oh, boy. But I was like, you know, yeah, you know, the queen, she's dead. <laughs> and she goes, fuck the queen. Oh, <gasps> gosh and i was like jarred i'm like wait but why though i was like okay i hear you i'm like all in my big little feelings mode i'm like i understand how you okay i understand how you're feeling can you tell me why you're feeling that way and she was just like colonialism and shit and i'm like oh man she's just been alive so long you kind of forget that she was complicit to a lot of awful stuff back Uh... when Mm-hmm. But I don't know if she was or not. I haven't done any research about it. I was just kind of taking my friend's word for the fact that she was like a kind of a horrible person for a long time. But I don't know if that's true or not. So do you guys know about it? Well, the queen doesn't really run the country. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, she definitely had an influence and well, more of an influence off. back when. Probably back when. I don't know. Did you watch The Crown? I couldn't no, get through it. I could, I've, not, I've watched none of it. Mm-hmm. It was a snooze fest. Absolutely yeah. none of it. It was. And I guess since I've been alive, she's always been a little old lady. So she's just (laughs) seemed so harmless. Yeah. But I've never heard anyone say fuck the queen. Well, you know. And I just want to know if y'all know if that happens to be justified. I don't know. I just know there's rumors that they were high up in the Illuminati. Oh, God. (laughs) Is the Illuminati bad? (laughs) If you're not a part of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I have heard people say that the monarchs in England do actually have a lot of a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And almost like comparing the sway and influence they have to what people like Bezos and Zuckerberg and people like that have in the United States. Because of their money? Their money okay. buys them influence in the government. Got it. And therefore, you know... Um, they well, yeah, they influence what what happens in policy, policy and that sort of thing. Whereas apparently in England, the monarch family specifically has that kind of power and influence in the government. So and that makes sense. They also own the media. Now, also, I just <gasps> they heard do own the that media. And I don't know anything about it. So. Is that for real? <laughs> we hardly know about our own. Well, country. Harry and Meghan said so. <laughs> I oh, love. They- our speculation. No, they own no, no. the media. They absolutely do mm-hmm. because they let the media in yep. and in return, yep. they control the narrative. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like all those stories that came out about Megan and stuff, they were like, mm-hmm. those were all, they own it so they can mm-hmm. do whatever they want. And they weren't all true according to Megan and Harry. 
Not according to me, according to them. Do y'all know how much we don't know about anything we talk about uh-huh. on this show? Oh, and it's too much to try to Google. So, while so we last talk. last week, I was well, I was listening yesterday to last mm-hmm. week's episode, <laughs> and we started off by talking about the Instapot, and oh. we said the word Instapot at least one hundred times. Oh no, it's called an Instant Pot. First of all, so <laughs> not a single one of us a single time called it the right thing. Secondly, that's not true yeah it's an instant pot mandala effect it's instant shit and then uh secondly <laughs> heather comes out with the the big proclamation that this addison ray is the biggest figure <laughs> on tiktok and instagram she did and then immediately we determined that well, actually, Kim Kardashian <laughs> has over 10 times more <laughs> more followers on Instagram. I make a lot of big statements. Yeah. I'm very uh-huh. passionate. I know. Yeah, it's just, but it's fun. And it's it very, it's very reckless of us <laughs> to come on here and just say whatever we want. This is what I said to him, though, because he was making it sound like we are more stupid than everyone else. And I was like, listen, do you, as soon as you wake up in the morning, predetermine what you are going to talk about that day and then google it to make sure you have all the information straight it's like no nobody does that this is normal life everybody sits around and talks and you know has ideas and thoughts and opinions on things i mean it'd be weird if we researched every single thing we were going to say on here you know, right? it'd be weird what as it? if, we re- <laughs> if we research even one single thing that we talk about. Angela researched the bees of the queen. Okay. Barely. Now, listen, You, I think you also made a comment last week about researching. And this is why. Oh, about me not trusting yeah, everybody because I fact check. But this is why I fact check us. Well, someone yeah. anyway. should. I don't remember what we were talking about. Anyway, did you know the lyrics of... Uh, God save the queen, or now God save the king. Well, that makes like, sense. But their <gasps> oh. national anthem has to actually change its well, yeah. lyrics. Man. Oh, isn't it also the same tune as God Bless America? Or was that another one? There's some mm. song they have that's the same I don't music. think it is, because Uh-oh. I've heard it played at like the Olympics and stuff. Not that they win a lot of golds. <laughs> but um, I know what it sounds like, and it doesn't sound like any of our tunes. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yes. What? What? Oh, my Uh-oh. country tis of thee. Okay, well, that's different. Well, I knew it was some American I thought song. thought that was a hymn. <laughs> <laughs> my country tis of thee. See, that what? tells you it's not an American song. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. We just sang that at Vacation Bible School. That's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's It was in the Baptist hymnal. Oh, see? 100%. It I was. wasn't wrong. No, but it's that my country tis of thee is the same copy. They plagiarized England. Of course they did. God save the king now. <laughs> America plagiarized England. Well, yeah. Yeah. We came right. second. God sounds save about the right. king. So now we've, well, no, because there's still other queens. Oh. So we could say like a room fit for a queen or something. What? We use the expression like fit for the queen. We do? <laughs> I thought it was fit I, for I, a king. I think you say fit for a king. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And now it's, it's once it. again relevant. <laughs> An Instapot fit for a queen. God. I, oh, I read that King Charles is real cranky right now. Uh-oh. And I don't oh, know no. if it's just because his mother passed. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Let's... King Charles, how do you feel about the fact that your mother just died? He got real mad 
wanted a pin. He was signing something. Apparently, got real pissed at a pin. <laughs> Can we give the guy a break, maybe? Oh my gosh! Shit. Listen, I don't know if it's that his mother just died. Oh my god! Sammy was walking around. Jude was all upset that the queen was dead. I don't know why. Oh, Sammy's Jude. like. She was old. This was expected. We shouldn't <laughs> feel this sad. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> between my two kids. That's kind of like I think he knew his mother was not well. Yeah. So I don't know why. I just think if <laughs> you're in the public, <laughs> she's got a bone to pick with Charles now. <laughs> this was. It was just like a televised. Like the press was there, and he was getting all yeah. angry at a pen. So I'm like, you feel like you know a king mm-hmm. would have a little more composure. <laughs> oh my god! You would think. Well, it wasn't unexpected. I now just that's wonder. Not, that's true. I, I just wonder if he's like overwhelmed. You know, like he doesn't maybe want this role. Oh, no. do you think he was hoping his mother oh. would outlive him? No. <laughs> How old is he? He he's been waiting for this for a long time. He was pissed. I bet that she lived as long as she did. Oh, mm. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't you this think is he also wish? Me reckless. <laughs> <laughs> just, I feel. <laughs> Stating that he's just a terrible dude. He wanted his mom to die. Oh my gosh. Well, that's what I just said. Oh, don't say well, it. Well, he probably yeah. wished he was more in his prime when he was the king. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he could just like use that authority. How old is, like, this? How old is he? He's 73. That's old. I thought he was older. He doesn't look well. How old no. is William? Oh, the succession he's like 40. line. He's about my age, I think. Have y'all looked at no, the actually, succession he's line? Yeah, he's younger okay, than No, what is it? What is the succession now? Because I am confused with all the children. and. Okay. It would be so William goes, and then Archie. Yeah. No, no, it's Charles, William, and then goes through all their kids. Yeah. And then... Isn't Archie their no. oldest? No, Archie no, is Archie's Harry's, Harry's son. Oh, and then shit. it goes to Harry and then his kids. So Harry will mm-hmm. never be king. No. <laughs> no, no. But his kids are now officially royalty, according to ancient Harry's law. Harry's kids? Yes, they are prince and princess. So now what? I don't Why, know. Why though? Because it's it's ancient. You say ancient. That's very vague, Angela. That's okay. not very. I looked. I read. Wait, but do you mean articles. ancient? Yes. Well, Ancient's like before silver, silverware, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we've established on this show. Okay. Let's see. I don't think you're using well, wait, the word ancient, right? What am I looking right? up? How old is William? That's what was just asked. I don't know. I can't only type. I'm going to say 47. So Weren't you and I? You and I were dating. I think when Princess Diana died. Yeah. Whoa. And so they were little boys then. So he's probably seven oh, or eight. He's four years younger. Forty. Seven years. That's what younger. I said. Okay. Didn't hear you. Strong work. So he'll be king, younger. Mm. I mean, he'll. Well, my yeah. guess is well, he'll probably get it maybe in his 50s. 50s. Another 20, yeah. maybe 15, 20 years then? Tops. You think? Well, Charles Tops. doesn't look like he's going to make it to 90s. Not if he's mm. getting stressed out about pins. <laughs> he's not He's not handling this well. <laughs> Charles is cranky. No, I don't know if it's because his mom died. <laughs> All right, do you have any more questions about the Royals? <laughs> no, they confuse me much like space and time. I don't really understand how it all works, and well, hold on. What's confusing about space? No, Mm-mm. everything. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, Daniel. Are there any like space laws? Oh, like oh. what happens if you just go kick another person's satellite? 
Like, <laughs> what then? Like, whose jurisdiction is that? Um, well, is it Russia's satellite? How do you press charges? <laughs> who's going to try it? <laughs> Can you expose yourself in space? <laughs> space laws, man. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What about those? <laughs> um, I would imagine that there probably aren't specific space laws, but I would imagine if the United States decided to shoot down a Russian satellite, mm -hmm. then it would be solved with war. But could you well, kick it? Here's the thing. I don't think the U.S. is just going to say, we're shooting down a Russian satellite. I think it would be like a... A rogue astronaut. <laughs> I would uh -huh. say the middle of the night kind of thing, but it's always the middle of the night in space. <laughs> They're just going to do it. Like, no one's going to know. It's just like, oh, our satellites are fucked. And then there's just like no one to tell your problems to. <laughs> no, then they have feed of this guy out there kicking every little panel. Dressed like Uncle Sam. <laughs> Exposed. With his dick out. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Because why not? Smoking a joint. <laughs> Wouldn't it freeze? Try off? me, space. <laughs> Wouldn't it freeze and it they drop would. off? It would, but it's good for the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so we got a little. Okay, a little ASMR of Charlie having a bottle. Oh god. No. <laughs> You might need to suck uh -oh. his nose out. That sounds. Yeah, I think he's allergic to our dog. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. In other news. Okay, so oh, a no. lot of times, you know, we loosely have it's pulling the curtain back a little bit. We loosely will have some connections between stories that we want to like, you know, maybe discuss this. Then we're gonna move to this and whatever. Mm -hmm. This is one that I. Obviously, us getting into space was, I think, just Danielle's so drunkenness random. that <laughs> took us there. So I had no intention of reading this article, but I did have it saved. And it was saying that NASA spacecraft set to intentionally crash into an asteroid to help save Earth. Oh, Which, oh. of course, you have to read. Now, what movie was it that they did that? Was that Armageddon? Uh, Don't know. No, they sent drillers there. But they tried to blow up an asteroid. Uh -huh. That was the whole thing, right? Mm. Was that around the 4th of July mm -hmm. or something? No, I think you're yeah. thinking... Independence, Independence Day. Independence Day. <laughs> but that was aliens. Oh, they it, all kind of run together. <laughs> asteroids, so, aliens. Anyway, they have this mission that's basically straight out of Armageddon where they're trying to destroy an asteroid that's not endangering Earth, but it is going to come close to Earth. Uh-huh. And so they're going to send a spaceship up there to crash into it to see if they can blow it up in hopes Whoa. that if we ever in the future did have an asteroid set to hit Earth, that we would oh, know that we would, know that, it we would can, work. that we would know that we could do something about it. Now, huh. I'm a little concerned about the fact that they're going to do this uh -huh. and it might actually launch a piece at us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I hope they have someone on the team going, I, uh, well, let's, let's talk through all the problems. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Jeez. If that were a possibility, they wouldn't do it, right? Um, you would hope. Um, I don't know. Man. Have you know. met like the youth of today? That's probably who's working on this project. <laughs> Horrifying. Oh, gosh. These NASA people now are probably like making TikToks. 
Cura- curating their socials. You no, know, it would be great for our socials a rocket launch <laughs> <laughs> into an asteroid. Yes, that and would be we'll, so bad. We'll we'll, bro- we'll broadcast it. Uh, we'll show it live. They don't use use the word broadcast. No, no that's like for we'll stream. They'll stream it. Everything is broadcast. Well, Just think stream. about the breakdown of the word. <laughs> that's true. Oh my gosh, this baby is really cute. I'm having a hard time. He's staring at me. Okay, Angela, did you have a story or uh, you want to do a little reading time for us? I'll do a little reading time. Do you want me to set it up or anything? Well, yeah, I probably should give credit to who wrote it. So I've been, you know, trying to be more tweetsy. Not in that I'm tweeting. I'm just trying to get on Twitter and read more. Right. And Twitter feels ancient and archaic the way it's laid out. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's kind of a rough time to start Twitter. It is, but there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened, and so I thought, I think I need to go research Twitter. Are you looking at your watch? No, I had a thing in my hand. Thank you. Anyway. Uh, Go ahead. So Twitter's just more difficult, I feel like, to research, which it's not, actually. You just put in a keyword. I don't like it. Hmm. Anyway, (laughs) I stumbled on this guy who was in all the topics I was researching mm-hmm. and he has a podcast and everything no, th- but so far hey by the way we're super succinct to the way you're getting to this <laughs> have great. i ever no, been succinct you're doing great you're doing great keep going <laughs> okay keep going so yeah, i found this guy he has a podcast he was mm-hmm. making snarky comments about some things and i just thought i really need to read this to you okay read it it's uh i guess what we would call satire sure it's pretty funny should Christian women who's, be allowed to have butts by who? matthew pierce okay matthew pierce Shush. he has a podcast i forgot what the name of it was also, I can't really listen to other people's podcasts. <laughs> I have a really Aww. hard time. <laughs> can only listen I think to I'm ours. Too ADD. Okay. Probably the most dangerous thing for Christian men is to see things because this <laughs> makes us sin. My youth pastor says men are visual. This means that whenever a man sees a woman, he thinks, that lady has bosoms. I wish I could do a sex right now. (laughs) Also, when a man sees something that is not a woman, like a toaster or a blade of grass, he thinks, hey, remember when I saw that lady with bosoms? I wish I could do a sex right now. (laughs) Back in the old days when Jesus was going around with his 12 epistles... The Bible hadn't been translated to English yet. So everyone had to read other books like Wild at Heart, which is a book for men that a bunch of wives read. In this book, it says that if you send your husband on a moderately dangerous rafting trip, he won't accidentally bang his female co-workers because fresh air. So Jesus kept his guys outside. But even this didn't help because men are visual. And when they see mountains, they're like, hmm, those look like big boobs. This is why Jesus told them to eat some mustard and throw the mountains into the sea. But then Peter started thinking about wet mountains, and he jumped off the boat to dive underwater to look at them. So Jesus made him stand on the top of the water until he settled down. (laughs) Fast forward 100 years. It's 2022, and the church has learned nothing. 100 years. Folks, we have Christian women walking around with butts. How did we get here? In my day, (laughs) Christian women didn't have butts, at least as far as anyone knew. In the 90s, all the homeschool moms in our co-op wore thick denim skirts and grew their hair so long that it covered their entire back. Then in youth group, all the girls wore oversized shirts from Old Navy that hung down to their hips. Y'all hear me? (laughs) Y'all know. (laughs) Even if you were lucky enough to go to a church that had pool parties, all the women wore baggy shorts over their tankinis. And Elizabeth Elliot was there, and she saw that it was good. (laughs) (laughs) At some point, Christian women saw that all their worldly counterparts had butts, and they were like, Mama, want. It was a lot like when the Israelites wanted their own president, but because everyone had one, which is a story that is in the Old Testament somewhere. (laughs) 
So all the Christian women have butts now, and we know this because sometimes they wear comfortable pants, which is a sin when women do it. But is it even biblical for a woman to have a butt? Let's go to the Greek. If you take the word butt and run it through a common biblical study tool, such as Urban Dictionary, <laughs> you can get several different translations. Ham. Out of Noah's three sons, which one was the most wicked? That's right. Ham. Guys, we can cross off the Rubicon. Depending on what kind of church you go to, Ham either did something bad to Noah or he did something really bad. That is why Noah made the curse of Ham. This translates to curse of butt. What is the curse of butt? It's how if you are a lady at your church, your body's sinful because it reminds me of all the sex scenes I watched on my streaming devices. This week. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my god. Ass. You know who had a problem with an ass? Balaam. This guy <laughs> rode an ass so hard that the angel told him to knock it off. Then Balaam wrestled the angel until sunrise, and the angel finally smashed Balaam's foot into a rock, and water came out of the rock, but Balaam wasn't allowed to go in the promised land because he was too wild at heart. <laughs> then Balaam's wife oh put god. a raft in the water and made him get on it so he would stop riding strange asses. <laughs> Friends, let's get to the heat of the matter. Probably the greatest danger of Christian women having butts is that some of them will want to have breasts, too. This is what we call a slippery slope. And if you go to the Greek, slippery slope comes from the Greek phrase for wet mountains. That's called theology, which is also in the Old Testament somewhere. That was beautiful. Anyway, that his, is amazing. Amazing. his satire is insane. Anyway, that was you what have to take have that for what things? it is. I got on a subscription list. What? He has a blog that you can get some access to, and then he has like a Patreon that you'd have to mm-hmm. get. I didn't pay for that. Sorry, Matthew Pierce. We don't pay for things. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I will pay for the Wall Street Journal, so, you know. Yeah. We should do a, uh, a book study on uh, Wild at Heart. Uh, I think oh. we, should, we should have book club is, is, and we should read it. That's a real thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's. It's there's a lot of controversy around that. It, it was yeah. it was given to me. I remember. I never read it. Cause I don't read books. When was but. it? When was it written? <laughs> oh, I was probably twelve or thirteen. So the ninety, late eighties, nineties. Yeah, probably say early nineties. Yeah, maybe. Well, could you would have been, been late eighties? Fifth. No. 15. I don't know. It's old. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. old. But yeah. he he's not lying when he was. It's just. It's all focused on what how to cater to men, mm-hmm. basically. But we should pull out one of those books that was. Given to us, uh-huh. yeah, you know, for either I, I kiss dating goodbye. Oh, right. that guy who, who oh. no longer identifies as a Christian. No, he's walked away from everything. Oh, wow, yeah, I'd like to read that now. We actually. should talk, we should, <laughs> <laughs> we should read that book again. There's a lot we should revisit. The whole purity yeah. culture has done oh. a lot of damage, yeah. Anyway, anyway, okay, um, satire, okay. friends, satire. Enjoyed Remember, it. good satire job, kids. that hits pretty close to the mark, yeah. All right. Love y'all. See y'all next week. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Attic Breakdown. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, leave us a rating and a nice review. We love hearing from you, so call us at 469-389-2773 with topic ideas, comments, or just to say hi. Hi.